0: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. My Redeemer is faithful and true. sing this song. I just have a couple of prayer requests to make known. Um, uh, There's a sister, Angela, uh, from Louisiana that's just uh, asking for us to pray. As you all know, there's a hurricane just coming uh, ashore from the Gulf of Mexico into Louisiana, and uh, she's just asking that we would remember them over there, the believers, and uh, so we want to do that this morning, and also uh, there's been a a real outbreak of COVID down in the, the Louisiana Assembly, and Brother Donnie and the different ones down there, Brother Donnie Reagan, his church as well, so they're just really going through a time of trouble, so we just want to stand with them this morning and ask God to intervene on... Our brothers and sisters' behalf amen and then also in sister Grace Beatty is <clears throat> just uh, brought in a request from uh, her uncle Murray um, five or a few years ago there was a, a boy named James that, that had trouble with cancer um, in his thigh they did a bone transplant was successful the boy is now 14. And they have discovered tumors in his lungs. And uh, she's just requesting prayer for the young lad and and the family. Um, Just want to remember that before the Lord in prayer. Our God is not hindered by cancer. Amen. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's already provided the Lamb. Brothers, why don't you come for the offering as we sing this song?
1: Jehovah
2: bow before you this morning so thankful for your goodness and your grace that's brought us here together this morning lord we're so thankful to be able to come into your presence lord and to raise our hands and worship you and praise you father and father we come as a needy people lord and we think of the storm situation in the south lord but we know that you're the master of the storm lord we just pray, Father, that you'd encircle about your children, their believers, Lord. And We know that the plagues that come along on the, on the earth, that the children of God were safe in Goshen, Lord. And we just pray that you'd be with the, the believers and the, and the people all through that area, Father. We think of all the requests, Lord. We've heard of this COVID raging through some of the southern churches, Lord. And we just pray, Father, that you'd be with them, Lord. May you touch them may you withstand against this when the enemy comes in like a flood you raise up a standard lord so we pray father that you'd be with them each one lord and the request from sister Beatty, all the requests among us, father and lord we're just so thankful father for your faithfulness lord you've been so faithful lord as all down through this life's journey you've walked with us you watched over us, father and yet even when we're not faithful lord you've been faithful Lord we're thankful for your grace and father we come this morning now to quieten our spirits Lord and to hear from your word Lord father our desire this morning is to get heart to heart with you this morning and we just pray Lord our brother Tom who bring the word this morning that you'd inspire him and lead him father that you'd have your way Lord he set himself aside all the things that need to be done, but we pray, Father, that you would come among us this morning, that you would speak to us heart to heart, Father. We thank you for your grace. We worship you. We're thankful for your presence here this morning. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Have
2: your seats this morning.
0: Amen. We have a. Uh... A baby dedication, we've got uh, baptisms, and we've got a special by the choir. So we're just going to sing a song. And uh, I know the master of the wind, I know the maker of the rain. I invite Brother Tom to come and we'll do the baby dedication and then we'll have the choir to come up and, and sing for us. We're looking forward to that, amen. <coughs> I know the master of the wind
3: God that we can say that. Today we have Brother Michael and Madeline. I want to say Joeg. is that correct? Yes. Ah, it's close enough. <laughs> Brother Michael here standing, uh, not only as, as they dedicate their little son Miguel, but Brother Michael will also be being baptized today. So this is a great day, a great day that God can get a hold of a, of a, a young man's heart and life. And at that same day, have his son dedicated, Miguel, Kale. And, and Miguel, I, I, I thought that was very interesting because I have to do my little research. And it's the same name as Michael. So we have Miguel Jr. <laughs> or Michael Jr. Uh, who is like God. That's a tremendous, tremendous name. Or Kale is gift from God. Scripture is always very obviously pertinent and very important at these times. And I thought I'd read out of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 and 7 for Miguel. And the Bible goes on to say this, Oh, hear ye, O Israel, in verse 4, hear ye, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. Very important that we don't believe in a trinity. We don't believe in false doctrine. We believe in the word of God. And so now Moses has given us direction for our children right away. Hear ye, all Israel, the Lord thy God is one God. And so then he goes on to say, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. But he does not stop there. Verse 7 is for Miguel. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest in thy ways. And when thou liest down. And when thou risest up. That's the way to train a child in the way that it shall go. When you rise up. When you walk. And when you lay down. Teach them in these ways. Paul takes that scripture. And he Takes it to Ephesians chapter 6. And he says, but bring them up and nurture them in the admonition of the Lord. And so this is where it starts. God has given you a great gift, Madeline. He's given you a great gift. Michael, Miguel, sweet young boy. Bring them up. To bring them up is to, to promote a growth and development. If you want to take a look at it. It means to bring him up spiritually. Talk of these things. The Lord thy God is one God. He's a mighty God. When when you're sitting down, when he's laying down, when he's walking in his way, our God is a mighty God. It helps his development. It brings a relationship then with God. That he has it personally. He sees it in mommy. He sees it in daddy. He sees the example, Michael. And what an example that is this morning. If God should tarry, and you have a little look at this archive, the day that you dedicate your son, you're giving your life to Christ. That's a tremendous day. That's a tremendous day. So that He can see that Daddy is one walking under the control of God, and that together you're living a fruitful life for Christ. Train them up in the way they shall go. Hear ye all Israel. Hear ye old Miguel. The Lord thy God is one. Amen. Pretty heavy for a baby dedication. (laughs) Will he come to me? I tell you, he's a sweetheart. Aren't you, darling? Hmm? We've had a few boys. Mm -hmm. Okay, darling. Let's pray. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. Or what a day that will be for Michael and Madeline, and Miguel. Well, Lord, a little bundle of life that you've given them, and we know that every good gift comes from the Father of lights. So, Lord, may they raise him up in the admonition of God. May they be an example to this little child. May he see in his youth, Lord, a mummy and daddy dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ, that in their uprisings they speak of you. At the times of sitting, They'll speak of you. So, Lord, I pray that you will watch over this little bundle of life, that you will keep him from all harm, that you will bless him mightily, that he will know you in his youth, and that, Father God, you become the Lord and Master of his life. I dedicate him this morning, Brother Miguel, in the name of Jesus Christ, for your glory. Amen. Amen. That wasn't bad. No, he almost wants to preach with me.
1: <laughs>
3: there we go, Madeline. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Michael. We'll see you after. God bless you. Amen. I believe the choir has a song.
0: Well, choir, come on up. And uh, while we while they're coming, maybe we can just sing. I got to prove I'm one in a million. <laughs> And uh, we just want to also uh, welcome all those that are connected with us remotely, and especially to our friends and fellow soldiers in Washington on the U.S. side. God bless you so much. We, we're looking forward to when we can gather together to, as one body. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Let's sing this while the choir comes. Mm, well, I've got a dream.
4: Worship and praise together, all right? So you, if you want to sing along, you want to stand, you want to worship, you do that. Don't be a spectator. This is a song that's been on I Know But A it, Jean's It's Angelica's heart all through COVID. It's rang in our home all through COVID. And it's Psalms 23, which we all know really well. So you can't claim not knowing the words, <laughs> right? I was reading this morning Psalms 150. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord in his sanctuary. All That has breath, praise him. Him with the symbol, praise him. Him with the heart, praise him. It didn't leave anybody out. It didn't leave you out. You're in the sanctuary this morning? Praise him. Amen. 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 Let's enjoy this song. Let's worship our Lord.
3: Won't you walk with me, Jesus, every step of the way. God bless you. Thank you, choir. It's more of a, as Michael was saying, a worship song. But let's stand and let that one walk with us as we go through the word. Won't
1: you walk with me?
3: Our dear, gracious, heavenly Father, we have sung the songs of Zion. We have worshipped. Lord, we so appreciated the song that was sung this morning by the choir. Lord, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they indeed do comfort us. And so, Lord God, in this closing hours of time, We see all the trouble that's on every hand. We have the one that said, peace. Be still. We have that one living in our ship this morning. We pray, God, that the word of God will be the comfort and strength and peace to each and every one. Lord, it's not how well we can speak or how much we know about the message. We want to lift up the lovely name of our Lord Jesus Christ and you alone. So, Father, I'm praying, God, you'll take the word and you will speak to every heart and life. And after the preaching of the word as those that will be baptized, may the dove of God descend. May the great baptizer himself fill these ones with the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, now as we turn to the word of God, open the word. You're the author of it. Now inspire it to us, Lord, as we look to the Lamb of God once again this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Greet you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. There's a number of greetings. Of course, Brother Nathan has also greeted the saints on the U.S. side. We want to extend our love and our greetings to you again this morning. We have Brother Francis from Ghana. Brother Francis, where are you? Are you here this morning? Just lift up your hand way up high. God bless you, Brother Francis. I believe you're getting a degree at UBC. You'll be at UBC, but you'll be with us for a while, so we want to be uh, open our homes and to be with you and to greet you and, and uh, appreciate your life in Christ. God bless you. Sister Margaret brought a coworker here this morning. Sandy God bless you. We'd like to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus.) Sharon Rose. Where are you, Sharon Rose? There you are, standing there. And also, Shanessa, where are you? You're there, standing beside your sister and mom. Oyatola will be being baptized this morning also. So God bless you as we minister the Word of God. May your hearts be warmed and touched by the Master. And may He fill you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. God bless you all. Let's turn to the Word of God, Luke chapter... 8, Luke chapter 8, I'll be speaking, Lord willing, <laughs> I put the title on the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the internet and it came up in the office in the back and Michael says, oh dad, you, you got your title up there already, I said, yeah, and now I'm bound to my title <laughs> and the brothers in the back, they had a little chuckle over that. But we'll try and stick to seeing God part two. Um, Brother Tim looked at my notes and he said, have mercy on us. <laughs> so I won't use all my notes this morning. <laughs> have mercy. We just want the Lord to have his way, don't we? Nice to see you all in your places with, as that sung, uh, Sunday school said, with sunshiny faces. God bless you all. As uh, so we read from Luke chapter 8. I'll be reading at verse 37. You have to remember now Jesus has already gone to the land of the Gadareans. He's now delivered um, uh, uh, legion. He's delivered legion. And you would think that there would be some rejoicing. You'd think there would be some, you know, can you imagine a man demon possessed by thousands of demons? The Son of Man comes and delivers him. And everybody in the assembly is so quiet. No, you would think, saints, we'd learn something from this. We would absolutely learn something from this. But the Bible says in verse 37, the whole multitude of the country of the Gadareans round about besought him to depart from them. Can you imagine having a camp as we've had? And I'm not going to keep on saying camp as we've had. But then, Lord, just go away. Go away. You did such wonderful things. Just go away. Can you imagine the mentality of people? They besought him to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear. And he went up into the ship and returned back again. Now the man of whom the devils were departed besought him, that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying... Return to thine own house and show how great things God has done to thee. If I could say that this morning. Return to your homes. Go to your workplaces. Go to your schools. Tell them what God's done. Our God is alive and he's living. He's a living God. Go tell them what he's done. And he went his way and he published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. My goodness. Surely we got something to rejoice about. We got daddies that seen sons delivered. I say praise his holy name. Daughters free from the spirits of Laodicea. I say, Sister Shirley, glory be to God. Amen. Great things Jesus had done unto them. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Amen. May we be under that same anticipation, Philip. We've been waiting for this time. We've been waiting for Jesus to move. We've been waiting for this word to unfold. God has blessing to the ring of his word. You may have your seats. We spoke on a subject, seeing God, and we took out of St. John 14 where Philip said, show us the Father. And Philip turns to him and says, have I been with you so long, Philip, that you have not seen the Father? When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Why say, show us the Father? And many times we understand that we can have people filled with the Holy Ghost and fire and miss the very God that's in the people. And that's what's happening, has happened and will continue to happen. Whether or not you're a 70 disciple people, I don't know who are and who isn't. I assume none of you are. But it even came to the point when the word started to get stronger and stronger. That 70 disciples left him because they could not understand or they could not see God. They couldn't. If you could see him for just one moment, you would never leave him. And he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. So we want to say, Lord, let me see God this morning. Let me see you in your word and let me see you in your people. Amen. So then by faith, we took the subject and by faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So once you do see him, it becomes a substance faith. Nothing can move you. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can deter you. But are you seeing God? We just come to a church. We see a nice church. We see a a, a nice choir. We have lovely instruments. We have wonderful brothers that minister the word of God. But do you see God? Ah, but can we then be blinded by our own traditions? And do people get blinded by the traditions of the message? Do we fall into the same trap? I say, God forbid God forbid. I don't want to look at yesterday's experience. I want to look at today's experience and what God is doing in the present. A lot of people live on yesterday. And yesterday is gone. People live in yesterday in the sense that, oh, I was a failure yesterday. I must be a failure today. Seems like you're listening to the devil. Brother Brown said he does not see your mistakes. He sees you through the blood. And if Jesus sees you through the blood and that blood was perfect blood, then He sees you perfect this morning, then you might as well rejoice and say, "Praise be to God. He has opened my eyes that I see the glory of God." We say, well, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance. And we get this uh, thing of — He's a person of substance. Huh? Okay, a person of substance. I think we have to start understanding what a person of substance is. First, I know. I, I I hope you didn't go to Bill Gates when I said that. I hope you thought of somebody in this assembly. A woman of substance. I I hope you weren't thinking of the CEO of of HP or. Hewitt and Packard, I hope that wasn't your person of substance that you're thinking of in such a carnal framework, but we get so geared by life to think that these people are people of substance, substance. What kind of substance are we talking about that you get so enamored by? I wonder how many people Googled Jeff Bezos over the last year. How much is he worth? And we like to talk about, oh, he is $193 billion. He's a man of substance. Really? Has a wife that leaves him. You call that substance? People admire money, but they don't admire faith. I want you to start admiring the faith of God that has been deposited with every one of you in this church. I want you to thank God for the faith that came from God. Rejoice because it's God that gave you the faith. I'm sorry, Tom Ray didn't give you faith. Tim Dodd didn't give you faith. Michael Ray didn't give you Brother Biscoe didn't give you faith. Faith, which is a revelation... Came from almighty God himself. Faith comes from God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. You want substance? Hear the word. People, they strain and they strive to get that extra penny, that extra nickel. Judas sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. What did it do for him? He went and hung himself. People don't look at the spirit of Laodicea. It's crumbling. People of substance. Who knows Bernard Arnold? Please put your hand up. Bernard Arnold. Please put your hand up if you know him. I'm looking. Kim? Not even Kim? Man of all the brains around here. Nobody knows who Bernard Arnault is. The richest man in the world. Sorry folks, it wasn't Bezos, it's not Gates. He's worth 198.4 billion dollars. A few shekels? Victoria, don't tell me you're not impressed with that. <laughs> I'm not impressed either. 190 What is it? 190 I don't want to exaggerate here, but 198 billion point four. That's four hundred million, by the way. I just take the four hundred million. <laughs> if he doesn't want to move the dot, give me the dot, I'll take care of it for you. We don't even know the guy. I, I was shocked. I thought I I thought I knew everybody that was of substance. Actually come he lives in France and he's the richest man on the planet. Then of course comes your Jeff Bezos, then your Elon Musk, and then your Bill Gates, and then your Mark Zuckerberg, and you know all these people that you just rattle off and know because you, you feel impressed because of their substance. Of their substance you feel impressed. I don't believe it. How do you feel impressed with their substance? Then you got your, you know, Larry Ellison. He, he, he's only the uh, sixth richest. And, of course, you don't know who he is. I don't either. I didn't even look him up. He's only worth 1. 1, No, 117 billion. 1. I'll take his one, too. Or Larry Page or Sergey Brin. Anybody know them? You know, they've worked very hard for people to know them. Because remember, what are the three things? Money, popularity, and women. And here we don't even know who they are. So to me, I don't care how much money are, they have, but they are not men of substance. They are men that have money, but they don't have substance. But let me talk about Brother Marco Van Enter. Come on. Come on. This is your deacon. This is your brother. This is a son of the living God. He's got substance. Hallelujah. A substance that he has here and will have over there. Come on, people, look at yourself. You've got substance. You are greater than these people. The world might reject you as they did Jesus. But there's a people that love you. There's a people that want you. They got the expectation for you. Okay, that was men of substance. How about men of power? Who's the most powerful person in the world? Hmm? I'm I'm looking at you like a class president of the people's republic of china he is the most powerful man in the world that's what google says if you trust google next vladimir putin looks like looks like joe biden is not doing good these days <laughs> And I'm not a political animal. Then you got Angela Merkel. Then you got Jeff Bezos. Then guess who comes into the picture? The Pope. Oh, watch the serpent. He's laying low. But you watch. So I said, okay, those men were rich. I want to know how rich he is. Because my Bible says the wealth of the world is found in her. But that serpent lays low. Oh, they talk, they separate it from wealth of real estate. Then they take away the wealth of artifacts. Then they take away the wealth of money. And they put him, sorry, he's seventh. No, he's numero uno. And they don't know it. So they call them power. They're power people. But I want to tell you of a church. That is more powerful than any pope, than any basil, any gates, any man. There is a church called Mrs. Jesus Christ. And she is the most powerful people on the face of the earth. They can have their power. They say they got their substance. But I want you to bring it down. I want you to start to see God in the present, not God in the past. God of the now, Sister Lois There's enough power in you The prophet said to speak worlds into existence Enough power in you They call it power To manipulate laws of the land They call that power We can manipulate kingdoms Come on David We can manipulate kingdoms I'll tell you a kingdom that had me The kingdom of drugs The kingdom of booze The kingdom of alcohol Come on. Jesus broke those kingdoms. And he'll break them this morning. You've got children that are bound by them. I say daddies. In the name of Jesus. You've got faith substance. Amen. Is that not racist or grace? Speak a daughter before a daughter is even born. Don't tell me that's not power. Don't you tell me we don't got power here. Sister Francine, sitting right over there, plagued by leukemia, and God broke that demon right while the word was being preached. You don't tell me this church doesn't have power. See God, Nathan. See God around you. well, I I just came to church to hear a nice little sermon. No, they didn't come to see a nice little sermon when Jesus came. They saw the word. They saw deliverance. They saw the lame healed. They saw the, the deaf hear, the blind see, the dead raised. Come on, you've been seeing that for the last weeks. We had dead children here. But there were men that prayed. And God raised them up. Yes, sir. Don't stand amazed and say, oh, where's God? I want you to glorify God and say, God's all around us. This is the house of God. If this is the house of God, then God better be here. If he's not here, go find a house where he is. Faith is the substance. A substance faith. Faith. That will move mountains. That will give you children. Substance faith. That will save the lost. And it came to pass. When Jesus had returned. <laughs> Throughout seven ages. Then Revelation 10.1 comes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A prophet, Revelation 10 stands there, said that same Jesus, come on, come on, stay with me. That same Jesus that walked on the road to Emmaus is the same God that is with us this morning. Same God. Do not limit him by your unbelief. He can do anything this morning. Hallelujah. He can take complexes, hurts. He's the bomb of Gilead. People don't come to church because they're hurt. He's the God that covers the hurts. He's the God that takes away the pain. Don't you tell me that that Peter wasn't hurt when Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. Come on, come to him. You said that to me? I go, Oh, brother. Huh? Come on, let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Michael, get behind me. That sounds so heavy. And Peter was the one with the keys to the kingdom. He loved me today and he hates me today. Loved me yesterday, hates me today. Really? I thought God is an infinite God. If he loved you once, he always loved you. That's my God. All he is is a God of correction. He was correcting the error by the word. He knew he had to go to Calvary. He knew he had to go to the cross. No disciple, no filial love was going to stop him from fulfilling the word that he was. Amen. My, I wondered this morning as I pasted and put this scripture when Jesus had returned. Jesus had to remember there was one nation that pushed him away. Uh We just want to just see how you preach this morning. Whether or not I like what you're saying. That was one nation. The other nation, they saw him return. (laughs) He's returned. Jesus is alive. The mighty God is with us. He's present. He's anointing our faith. The very faith he gave you before the world began. He anoints your faith. And gives you a substance and an evidence. That there is a God that is alive and well. Listen, I'm telling you, he's he's better than your paycheck. Because your paycheck tomorrow could be zero. But Jesus will never be zero. Come on. He will never be zero. My father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. If Peter can fish for a coin. My God can do anything. Do not limit him to your understanding. He's the God of the impossible. That's why the theme of a prophet was all things are possible. Why? Because God's here. When God's here, everything's possible. Amen. Yes, sir. He's returned. Jesus returned. That return is a bigger word than just he's returned. Jesus is here. If Jesus is here, then anything can happen. Anything can happen. He returned, and the people were gladly rejoicing. They gladly received him. They gladly rejoiced. They gladly understood because they were waiting for him. I wonder how many of you in church this morning when you came down and sat in your nice little chair and said, I'm waiting for Jesus. I'm waiting for God. I'm waiting for that word. I want him to tell me I don't need coins. I don't need money. I don't need that kind of substance. But I need a substance. Faith. God, increase my faith. Increase my believing. Amen. You've been believing for much. And God's given you much. But he wants to give you more. Ask that your joy be filled. Amen. He wants your joy to be filled this morning. He's a wonder working God. Listen to what he says in the Pergamian church age. Human faith wasn't enough then, and it's not enough now. Human faith. Come on. Human faith. Oh, I'm just believing. Really? Is that, is, that, is that God faith or human faith? I'm just believing. I'm so casual. I can read anything I want, but God's going to answer my prayer. I can see anything I want, and He's going to answer my prayer. Really? That's a human faith. What do you think when they were going into the land? He said, clean out your books. Clean out your pictures. Clean out everything that's not of God. Because God was going to be present. God was going to be on the move. He doesn't need your Harry Potters. He doesn't need that garbage of witched. Wicked witchery. Implanting it in the minds of the people. That there's a false supernatural. We want to put in your mind the true supernatural. No wizards, no sorcerers, no nothing can replace this Jesus. Kick those books out, burn them, do what you got to do. I don't know who who else is going to preach against Harry Potter, but it's the first time I've ever used his words. A mother who was broke, broke, made up a fictitious story and became a woman of substance. Really? That substance, Ruth? You wouldn't have that in our library over there, would you? If you do, shame on us. Throw them out, burn them up, do whatever you got to do. There is one supernatural, and that's Jesus Christ. You think I'm serious? I'm serious. I'm serious. You want God to move, clean out your house. Clean it out. I want to clean out Tom Ray's house. But Abraham said, let me look at your books. Let me look at your pictures. I'll tell you what type of person you are. Hey, all right, don't get condemned now. Just say, amen. Amen. I'll do it. Just say, I'll do it. Devil, you got me, but now God's got you. And don't be condemned now. Rejoice. Because the Holy Spirit puts that finger on it. And you just get rid of it. There's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. That walk not after the flesh. Those are flesh books. Those are no different than love story books. Or anything that we used to preach about in the 80s. The only book worth reading is your Bible. Message books. You want to read uh, uh, biographies of great men? You go right ahead. I'm never going to stop you. But don't you read that fictitious garbage. <laughs> Whew, I didn't even know why I'm going there. So I want to get that preacher, little preacher out of me now. Get back to my notes. Human faith. That's where I got it from. Human faith. I go to church. I'm fine. I can do anything I want to do. Yeah, I do too. But I just don't want to. Human faith wasn't enough. Human faith, not enough, and it's not enough now. It's not enough now. Husbands, put your home in order. You answer for them. Everybody wants to be a husband, but when the onus comes down, it comes right down to the pedal hit the metal. It's going to be the husband that's going to answer for your wife. It's going to answer for your children and how you brought them up. Human faith woman is not enough. Do this, don't do this. Get them reformed. That's not the kind of faith I want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do not get get your education over on God. I hate this education business. This education, the philosophy of how to manipulate our children. Ooh. Really? Just give them the word. Oh, I know the I know part of the word. The paddle got taken down. Who That is a very popular statement, isn't it? Huh? The paddle. Who's, who who paddle? Oh, Tom, you're going to go to jail. I'm going to go to jail if I spank my children. That's why you've got a rebellious, non-respectful generation. And I don't care what psychologist wants to talk to me. Trouble of it is, if you correct your children the way you're supposed to correct your children, probably by the age of four or five, they're pretty much in line. I'm sorry, just getting into the tens and the teens and correcting your children, you've missed something in four or five. We don't abuse our children. I don't want nobody to take my words out of context. Plenty of people do, but not this time. Spare the rod, spoil the child. If i got to go to jail for that, pen me up. And I'll wait for an angel to lose me. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't want your human faith. I don't want Tom Ray's human faith. I want substance faith. I want faith that comes from God out of heaven. Amen. It takes the very faith of the Son of God To drop into a human heart so that he can receive the Lord of glory into the temple not made by hands. This is a living God in a living temple. Living faith of a living God in a living temple. Just give me Jesus. Give me the word. So now human faith won't do it. Your understanding won't do it. You come to my church. I'll go to your church. I'll Nonsense. There's one church. That's the church of the living God. All others have, be, have already got written over them Ichabod. So you want to go to an Ichabod church? Go ahead. The glory of the Lord has departed Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh but they're good people I didn't say they weren't good people I didn't say that I just said the glory of God's departed from them there's no God there and their smoke shows and their short pants and their halter top. there's no God there without holiness without no man shall see God and you had a prophet in this generation that gave us a definition of what holiness is anything outside of that is Ichabod Ichabod. So human faith, not good enough. We need substance faith. Substance faith will bring forth evidence. I got God. Substance faith brings forth an evidence of God. I want you to see God this morning. Substance faith is evidence has an evidence. Hmm. Let's see God in one another. In your actions, in how you speak, how you treat one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is action, faith is not a myth, faith is a substance. It's to have an evidence, as where your prophet says, and have faith in God. It's to have an evidence. It must be substance. So it's not something that you imagine in your mind. I'm imagine I'm a believer. I'm imagine. That might be good. For one step. But that's not the complete step. Because we know the right mental attitude towards any promise that God shall bring it to pass. That means you will move into. But it's not good enough. It won't give you rapturing faith. So faith is not a myth. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. To have an evidence, it must be substance. So it's not just something you imagine in your mind. It's something that's absolutely you have. Deny the faith. Impossible. Put a gun to my head. Shoot. Drink poison. Give it to me. I can't deny. Because to deny this faith is to say I don't have it. And you can't separate what God is and what you are. It's the invisible union of a mighty God and his bride. You cannot separate her from her husband. It's something you possess. What is it? It's an evidence of things that you've hoped for. It's evidence of things. That those in the... As we read out of the book of Hebrews... That they believed by faith, yet hadn't seen them, but yet believed. He says, but now you've been given the authority to receive those things you have not yet. So now we've been given authority in our day. We've been given authority. Jesus has returned. (laughs) Jesus is here. Jesus has returned. Laodicea rejected him. They'd rather have their pigs. Come on. They'd rather have their pigs, their swines, and their demon possessed politicians. Come on. They'd rather have the demon possessed fashion designers. But I'll give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. We've had enough supernatural. You've got enough supernatural. You've read enough supernatural. You've heard enough supernatural through the opening of the word and the tapes that you've heard for years. I'd love that song to be sung again. In the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. So what's our problem? Tell me what is our problem. If Jesus has returned, if the word has come, we need a pump up message. Oh, in your doldrums, this is better than your doldrums. This is not that kind of message. This is a message where the word becomes the word. That's the kind of message it is in the good times. I'm glorifying God. Devil might beat me down, Raymond, but I'll beat him back. Yes, sir. Brother Ryan wrote a song for me and Brother Ron Spencer when we were in the hospital. I didn't know where I was or what planet I was on. I didn't know nothing. But when I heard that song, it's that same song, the same scripture. I heard it a hundred times if I heard it once. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Finally, I heard it enough. He's with me. He's with me. He's with me. Wherever I go, he's with me. In good time. he's with me. Bad time. he's with me come on church this is a church victorious hallelujah Hallelujah. this is where mothers take control of their children this is where daddies take control of their home this is where young people put Laodicea under their feet this is the day this is the hour this is the time Man, that back row should be standing on their feet and say, preach it, preacher. You preach it because that's what we believe it for. That's what we believe it for. We want our children brought up in the power of God. Not in the substance of Laodicea and the substance of nice cars and the substance of nice homes. I walk around my home day every day. I have a beautiful home. I walk around and say, Lord, why'd you give me this home? I don't deserve this home. I don't even know why I got this home. It's a beautiful home. But this is not my home. I'm just a passer through. If heaven's not my home, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know. Because I sure don't fit here. I don't fit here. I don't fit here with the pigs. I fit here with the redeemed. Amen. If you like the pigs, go have at it. Eat the slop. But one day you'll be a prodigal son and come to yourself. And if you're one of those this morning, the Bible says that he came to himself and he said, I will arise. That's what he said. A lot of people have good intentions. I will arise. Come on. I will arise. But then the Bible says, then he arose. So his intentions were actually a living example. I don't want you to be intentioned to be a believer. I want you to be a believer. I will arise. I have arose. Satan, you can't bind me no longer. Hallelujah. Jesus' is the return. The word has come. The message is not a magic wand. It's faith. I'm sorry if I'm yelling at you. I'm yelling at me. The message is faith. So I started the whole message as on it. Faith is the substance. 1947. Faith. Not a magic wand. Faith. That little woman that stood at that picket fence, She knew what it was. Brother Rams said to know how to pray. She knew how to pray. And she prayed, Joe, and she prayed, Joe, and she prayed. Until God gave her a vision. Wasn't well, magic one? oh, I believe for them, I believe for them, maybe they'll come in. No, no, she prayed, she prayed, she prayed, she prayed, she prayed. God gave her a vision. She stood at a picket fence. Then the prophet came. God came in flesh. You pray, you pray, you fast, you pray. You want to see your children fast and pray? Hallelujah. Then God give you a vision of his word. And then you wait for that word to come by your way. Good morning, parson. I gladly receive you this morning, parson. How do you know I was a parson? Huh? How did she know that? God showed her. Faith took a hold. And it became substance. She saw her answer. "Come on, come on, come on. You have seen your answer. Where is that answer, Hannah? That answer is in you. It's in you, Raymond? You. Have you taken the word? Take the word. Say, "Give me the word. Is that louder? I give the word. Give you the word. Take the word. Amen. I eat the word. Eat it. All right. That's what you gotta do. Oh, I just go to Sunday school. I just go to church. I just want to sit here in the pew and I'm just gonna hear the brothers and I'm just gonna have a nice little service. No, time to storm heaven. Time to storm heaven. Time to get on your knees. Time to start praying. You got a whole prayer meeting taking place right now. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. God, raise this church up into heavenly places.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Jesus returned. The word has come down. There's a people that rejected him. Later, to see you didn't want him, Isabel. But there's a little group of people that's getting ready to leave. Are you in that number? Getting ready to leave. Yes, I'm in that number. Yes, I had that substance faith. I got not a hope so faith. I don't have a mental faith. I got substance faith. Amen. Listen, David had substance faith. Listen, we're not, we're not prophets. I'm not Brother Branham. I'm not Moses. Brother Branham said there was one Moses. There was one William Branham. But there was those that believed them. They believed them. And those that believed Moses went across. Those that believed Joshua went across. Those that believed Joshua saw the walls come down. Those that believed David saw a Goliath bust down. Come on. They had substance face. Supersedes Bill Gates substance. Bezos' substance. Amen. Ben? We're going to do battle yet. Just roll up your sleeves. Get ready. We're in the fight for our lives. <laughs> Listen, you think all this stuff that's happening is just just happening? Do you think all this control is just for nothing? Ah, oh, my. Mass control like I've never seen in my whole entire life. World mass control. As I said to one brother the other day, without a bullet being shot, the world nations buckled under. And you got to do this, and you got to do this, and they start telling you to do this, and you can't do this. You can't come to church. got to have a mask, only five, six feet apart, and all this sort of stuff. Control, 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 control. You can't buy, you can't sell, you can't. Oh, are you in this faith getting ready to leave? Don't let that worry you. Because if you've got substance faith, when that all starts taking place, I'm going to be gone. In the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to be gone. Hallelujah. No more time to say goodbye. We've had so much at our disposal. Brother Brahm said now this. He said this regarding the scripture, proving his word. He said, when Jesus returned... I love it. I love it. If you love a message, I love proving his word. 1964, you're going to love that message. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Listen to it a lot of times. And it came to pass when Jesus returned. People gladly received him. For they were all waiting for him. Oh, my. Wouldn't that be tremendous? Walk in the church of electrification. Uh Uh-huh they were electrified as we heard at the camp huh one touch another and you get double the amount another one touch another one you get triple the amount and i don't know how it works from there but we just keep touching jesus that's all that really matters and your life will never be the same the electrifying presence of almighty god will transform you hallelujah they were waiting for his return. They were gladly receiving him. They were waiting for him. What a fine attitude for a company of people. <laughs> I got that highlighted. I like that. He said, what a fine attitude for that company of people that were gladly waiting for Jesus. Oh my. What a fine attitude for that company tonight. Oh. There came a man named Jairus right after that whose daughter was dead. Well, right after this service maybe you've got a daughter or a son that's dead. But I know a Jesus that can come to their house. I know a Jesus that can come to that house and raise a daughter that had just died. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Bible says for without faith. It's impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is. And as far as I can see from the Scripture, serpent seed don't believe He is. They don't believe He is. God sees, believes He's God. He is. And He is a rewarder Of them that diligently seek Him. For faith, we've heard, is as the assurance. Or as, I spoke a while back, and I mentioned it last week, it's your title deed. Once you have the deed, it's yours by ownership. You own the deed. It is your confirmation that these things have been divinely guaranteed. And that the conviction of your faith or your believing of your faith supersedes your physical senses. Well, can I have an example of that? How about the woman that had a dead son? How what was her faith like? It was, it was pretty big substance faith. Huh? i say it's pretty big. Senses said he's dead. Senses said he had a sunstroke. Senses laid him on a bed. Senses said lay him here. Huh? But her faith says, I'm going to the prophet. So her substance faith superseded her physical, mental, emotional feelings. So you don't go by feelings. Wives, do you hear that? I got one amen. Thank you, Sister Shirley. I, I, I My ears honed in on amens. It's your husbands. Listen, you say something against me. Gabriel, I'll use you because I love you. And you love me, I know that. You say something bad at me. Say, Tom, you're a rotten scoundrel. Say it. <laughs> Sounds like the fruit at Noah. <laughs> you throw it. I don't want to throw it. He's a man of God. <laughs> okay, so I'll say, you said, I'm a rotten scon- scoundrel. And I go, man, I'm like, what was Gabe say? I'm a rotten sc- scoundrel, scoundrel, whatever. I can't even say it. And then I say to my wife, you know what Gabe said to me? He's, a, I'm a rotten scoundrel. Now tomorrow, Gabe's gonna meet me and say, hey brother Tom, I didn't mean that. I know you didn't, Gabe. Did you? <laughs> I know you didn't. I know you didn't. But, being that my wife is my female part, she's emotional. That rotten Gabe, what does he think he is? It's okay, honey, we made it right. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not saying that Joanne would say that. I'm just giving you an example, right? Because the female part is more emotional. And come on, I want somebody to say amen. I won't even look at you when I say that. It is true. It's true. Guys, get over it today. And women, months. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to get you substance faith here. You got that? I won't have to repeat that again. So it supersedes your feelings. Substance faith supersedes your emotion. Substance faith. Why can't we give each other the benefit of the doubt? Why can't we, as though I uh, know, I won't use it because I don't like that saying. Just take it in. Don't don't you know? Don't wear your emotion on your sleeve. Would you say? We're past that, brother Branham. Remember that guy that took brother Branham, hugged him. Oh, Brother Branham, I love you. I love you, Brother Branham. And the brother next to him, after the brother left, says, Brother Bram, you know he doesn't love you. Oh, Brother Bram said, that's just a trial for a day before the foundation of the world. I want to get there.
1: I want to get there.
3: I believe I'm getting there. I believe we're getting there. So it supersedes then. Our physical senses. Substance. Faith. Abraham. Abraham believed. Abraham believed. And we say, oh, Abraham believed. And, 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 and we just so roll it off our hands. But he lived in the land of the Chaldeans in the city of Ur for a long time. 75 years. Long time he was embedded in the In the system. He had his family around him. He had everything around him. Mm-hmm. He had everything around him. Leave it. Was that you, God? Leave it, Abraham. I'm going to make you a father of nations. And doesn't even give him a destination. Leave it. And by faith, Abraham sought a city whose builder and maker was God. If he let his emotions or feelings or physical senses come into play, he'd still be making pottery. But there was a substance faith that God ignited by the voice of God. What, did he, what was his testimony, Sister Jude? His testimony is, I'm going to have a
0: baby. Are you
3: kidding me? You're 75 years old, you're going to have a baby. You're 80 years old, Abraham, you're going to have a baby. Now you're 90, you're having a baby? Substance faith. Can you imagine he's 100 now? 100. I'm going to have a baby. And my wife, Sarah, at 90, she is going to be the one. He believed what God told him. And he staggered not at it. And if we don't get what we ask God tomorrow, we feel God doesn't love us. Hmm. Yeah, I got a bunch of hums on that one. Hmm. Let me think about that one again. Hmm. Hmm. If we ask God something today, and it doesn't happen tomorrow, we feel neglected. Did that to you? Microwave. I'm just trying to help you along. It's Laodicea that causes these things. A credit card. You might as well put a credit card down. It used to be, I remember when my mom and dad wanted to buy a living room set. Or a dining room set. We had nothing in the dining room. And we looked, and I said, Well, what a nice dining room. There's no dining room. And I could never go into the living room. My mom and dad would never let us, us kids, into a living room. Did you listen to that one, children? Woo! The Dark Ages. Once it was vacuumed, they knew your footprints. <laughs> so we never went in there. No, are you kidding? We wanted them to live. So I looked at the space and I said, Where's the dining room? It's coming. The dark Ages when you actually save for something. But now you can go into any store, throw down any credit card, and get it right now. What that is doing is detrimental to your faith. Whether you like it or not, you say, well, that's carnal. Well, it is carnal, but it starts affecting your faith. Because we start acting to God that way. Let's have it now. Let's have it now. Let's have it now. Where's faith? Faith. Faith. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to have it. So when the baby was born, then others could see what Abraham had believed. The baby's going to be born. The baby's going to be born. My children are going to get saved. My children are going to get saved. Gabe's going to get saved. Gabe's going to get saved. Now what can you say? Gabe saved. (laughs) Right? So now we see what your faith was calling for. Come on. Come on. We believe for different ones that are being baptized are baptized. Sister Judith told me. 25 years, Sister Judith. Your dear son was believing for you? 25 years. What a type. 25 years. Gave her the message. Gave her the message. Gave her the message. After 25 years, COVID has to come. COVID has to come. And she hears us over the internet. And God starts to deal with our dear sister. And the Holy Spirit puts her in the waters of baptism. I say our God is great. Faith knows no time. Amen. Faith knows no time. Abraham kept on saying I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. Then when the baby was born, Brother Bram said people then could see by their eye what he saw by vision. Amen. I don't know how this all gonna work, but I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be gone. And they ain't gonna see by. Cause I'm gonna be gone. But they're going to see what we've been saying by vision. Where's Tom? Where's Tom? And Brother Tim was right. I told you I'd get just this far on the first page. That's what got him scared. I'm going to have it. He said, when you go to acting upon what you believe in your heart, then people know God. I went to church on Sunday. The Word told me I was a son of God. I go to work on Monday. Guess what I heard? Come on, Heiney. Come on. Have you been down with those Branham people down there? I sure have. I'm not ashamed of it. I sure have. Because the God that was with that prophet is the same God. That is in his people. Hallelujah. What do you like about one another? I do not like Roy's flesh. I do not like Richard's flesh. But I love the God in Richard. And I love the God in brother Roy. Amen. And that's what we need to see with one another. I don't like your flesh and you don't like mine. If Tommy's too loud, he's too demonstrative. He's through this, he's through that. But please love the God in me. Please love the God in one another. We're not all Toms. We're not all Michaels. We're not all Tims. We're all different. And we will look at a mountain differently. But don't make me him and don't make him me. Don't make him me, and don't make me him. Michael's Michael, Tim, Tim, Tom, Tom, Brother Bisco, brother Biscoe, and he's a great man. But how do people see God? By acting out what you believe. And when you go to acting upon what you believe in your heart, don't be a hypocrite. And that's when people don't say, somebody will say to me, you know, so-and-so from your church, they were down in Cloverdale. Do you believe what he believes? I said, tell me their name and I'll let you know. (laughs) Thank you, Michael. (laughs) He understands exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll identify with the word, but I won't identify with somebody who's not born again. They might be, they might not be. That's up to God. Are they one of yours? I'll tell you, he's one of mine. you got to look at one another. You're one of mine. Ken, you're one of mine. you got to look at one another. You're one of mine. Don't play the hypocrite. Don't be on two sides of the fence. Get off the fence. Serve the devil or serve God. And there's only one God. Hear ye oh Bible way. There is only one God. The God that come down in Revelation 10.1 has returned. Hallelujah. Are you excited about it? Are you uh, thrilled about it? Do you believe it? Then let's act out the word. I act it. I speak it. I live it. I love it. Listen, I don't put, as girls would, Joanne was saying before she was saved, go to school, put on pants, then wear a dress when they come to church. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. You must be born again. Hypocrite. Right? She got born again, never had a problem with it since. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Amen. You're either a born again believer or you're not a born again believer. You're a child of God or you're not a child of God. You could be potentially one and may God then bring you into being one. That's why we preach. That's why we preach. What did I see when I came to Bible Way House? That really goes down to, to bringing it down to the present right now. There's Bible Way. Bible Way House would fit on half of that group over there. <clears throat> what did I see? I sure didn't see the scripture. Mm-mm. I didn't know scripture. I didn't know no scripture. I was embarrassed. I brought a Bible. And they said, turn to John 3.16. Can you imagine? And I didn't even know where John 3.16 was. I went to the uh, table of contents. And I found out where John 3.16 was. But what kept drawing me was the life of God in a people. Because they were living what they believed. And my attraction wasn't to a person, it wasn't to anybody, but it was attraction to the God in somebody. And do you know who it was, Sister Violet, stand up, please. Look at that, because of her life, because what she represented, what I saw is a long-haired, dope-smoking university going skid. I saw Sister Violet with her hands raised, tears coming down here, and I said, she's got something I need. Ken kept on telling me, Linda kept on telling me, but one day I saw it in flesh. God bless you, Sister Violet. To God be the glory.
1: Amen.
3: Then I say to you that have been coming to church for a while, what do you see? Are you seeing God? Are you seeing God? God. Here's a sermon, it's a sermon. Here's somebody screaming, sorry for doing that to you. But I do get excited at times. We love the word. And by the grace of God, we live the word. And by living it and acting on it, Brother Bram said, what you believe in your heart, then you are letting the people know that God. Amazing, isn't it? How simple it is. How simple it is.
1: How simple it is.
3: Where are we? Can you Give me a couple more minutes. I got off page one. I'll leave it there for remembrance. Can you turn to Revelation 12? <clears throat> Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. We're going to quickly go through some scriptures and then we'll get ready for baptism. Can we read it together like a Sunday school? Can we read it together? And they overcame him by the blood of the... And by the word of their... And they loved not their lives unto the death. Another... Translation says this, and they conquered him through the blood of the lamb and through the words of their testimony. And they conquered him through the blood of the lamb. And they conquered him through the blood of the lamb. I'm looking at conquerors here. And they conquered him through the blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimony. And they conquered him. Who's him? The devil. Amen. This is when the bride goes up. Brother Bram said, in the seals, this is where the bride goes up. See, we know at at the end of chapter uh, 3, the bride goes up. But Brother Bram makes reference to this, the bride going up at this time also. So don't try to chronologically try to put it all together. Just say what the prophet said. They conquered who? Who did they conquer? By the what? Of the word, the blood of the lamb, the blood of the word. And by the words of their what? In the word. We had some testimonies here last Sunday. Listen, I've gone through a lot of camps. I've done camps since 1985. Do your math. How many years is that? 37 years? 37 years. I've had a lot of people stand here and a lot of people leave. A lot of people stand here and a lot of people leave. But there's one standing here and he's never left. And there's others that have stood here and they have not left. Why? Because their faith was substance. Not mental. Not physical senses. Faith that comes from above. So they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. By the bleeding word. The word bleeds, Brother Bram said, in invisible union. People get stumbled over that. But where was the blood before there was a world? Where was the blood? Where was it? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God? Huh? Right? So the blood was in the Word. So the Word was made flesh and became bloody. Then the Word died and went to heaven and sent down his Holy Spirit. Now it's living in the people and that life of that blood is in you. It's not complicated. People make it complicated. Amen. Amen. Then, our, So we've read the quote. It says now, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved their lives unto death. They loved not their lives unto the death. Okay. Here's what Brother Ram says on that. Then, tell somebody sitting next to you. Go ahead. Tell somebody sitting next to you, it's been by the blood of the Lamb and by our testimony, we have overcome. So it's now putting your faith into action. It's not just saying it here, it's saying it here. So if you put it on your lips, Brother Bram said the high priest can move. So the high priest moves on your confession. I have overcome. I have put the devil under my feet. I got substance faith. Hallelujah. Tell somebody. That's what I say to Jesus this morning. Rejoice. Tell somebody. God saved me. God healed me. God filled me. Tell somebody don't keep it inside of you. I love Gabe. Gabe, how many people have you brought to church since you got saved? Too many? Five? Six? Nah. Nee. Huh? Man, if everybody bought five to church... I won't say any more. <laughs> I tell you what, when that candle got lit, you're going you're to tell them how that candle got lit. Yes, sir. Tell somebody sitting beside you. Tell them. Give your testimony. You've overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And by your testimony... Just have faith and believe in the Lord God that he will do these things for you. Do you believe? I believe. I believe, Brother Tom, I believe. Why don't you turn then to 1 John 5 and 4. We're going to be closing soon. Keep on saying that. 1 John 5 and 4. But I've got, got to get some scriptures in you. 1 John 5 verse 4. The Bible says this, for whosoever is born of God is defeated by the world. Huh? What does it say, Michael? Ah, you've got a good Bible there. I hope all your Bible said overcometh. That, that's your Bible. That's not Brother Tom Ray. That's your Bible. Your Bible says, now listen, for whosoever is born of God. Are you born of God? Are you born of God? I just I just got to have 100%. I just want everybody here. See, I, I'm born of God. I'm born of God. Then I overcome the world. Come on, come on, come on. I don't get depressed by the world. I don't get defeated by the world. Come on, come on, come on. Nothing depresses me. Nothing puts me down. Oh, just a second. I was depressed. I, there was one moment I was depressed. There was one moment. I remember that time. Can you imagine? I remembered that time. I remembered the first time I was really depressed and it only lasted two minutes. Two minutes too long. Huh? Yeah. Two minutes too long. Oh, have I been sad? Have I gone through hard times? Have I wept? Of course I have. But I mean depressed. And everybody here is so quiet and intent, and you want to know when those two minutes were. I'll save that for next service. <laughs> Huh? Why be depressed? Over what? Isn't my God bigger than any depression you got? And when I realized, you know how I got out of my depression? A scripture. 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 This is not your battle. Uh huh. This is not your battle, Tom. This is not your battle. This is my battle. When that scripture came ripping through my mind, I got up out of my seat. I remember the time. I remember the spot. And I remember the day. This is not your battle. This is the Lord's battle. I got up out of my seat. I raised my hand. I said, Lord, I'm so carnal. How did I get so carnal? Two-minute depression. How did I get so carnal? I'm not joking. And mind you, not everybody is me. But I'm just trying to give you a little bit of me this morning. The Word took it away. And guess what? It never came back. So people get down, it's your problem. God's got your answer in His Word. We say we're bride. We say we're bride. We're ready for rapture. We're ready to speak anything into existence. We're ready to put on a new body. But man, I can't live tomorrow because I never know what's going to happen to me. What are we talking about, folks? Where are we in the Word? Amen. Then we got to preach subjects on In the Valley, the Valley Solo, Hang Your Head Over. Now that's a worldly song. That's, I, I don't sing that song. In the good times, you sing it. And I don't hear everybody I listen, I get the phone calls, I know. I'm in a bad time. I said, How come you're not singing? (laughs) I just want to look at everybody's faces right now. Everybody okay? Okay. So now we overcome him by the word. Of our testimony by the blood of the Lamb. For whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. What? Even our faith. This is the victory that overcomes everything. Anything Satan can throw at you. This message. This Christ overcomes everything. Hallelujah! Don't get depressed that you're not supposed to be depressed, okay? I just thought I'd throw that one in there. People go, oh brother, now I can't get depressed. Just defeat it. Just defeat it. Stand on the word. Do you know the very morning that God gave me that scripture in those two minutes? The brother that was preaching that morning, that was his text. So then I knew God knows every situation. So when I take it for myself, I take it for you. It doesn't matter what you're in, what your state is, where you are at. My God is bigger than all that. You are just letting your physical emotions get a hold of you. I want your faith to start rising up. And say, God has saved me. I put that thing under my feet. Act your faith. Act it. Act your faith. For whosoever is born of God overcometh. Overcome. Can I just finish off with this? Overcome. By this definition, here's Webster. So then you say, well, at least you're not a Greek scholar this morning. I never said I was. But here's what Webster said. Webster says to overcome means to conquer. So whosoever is born of God conquers the world. If you've been born of God, I said that's where it gets down to. Who's born of God? Not mental faith, but who's really born again? When that really comes to pass and you know you're born again and you're born by the word, There's nothing. Why does the prophet say you're invincible for? Why? Is that just for filler? Larry, is that filler? It's not filler. That's that's saith the Lord. So then, if you're an overcomer, that means you're a conqueror. I love this word. It's an old word. I love it. You will vanquish the devil. Isn't that a good one, Dan? Vanquish him. I will conquer him. I will vanquish him. I will utterly defeat him. I will triumph over him. In a resounding victory. There's no, you know, mamsy-pamsy about the word. You are the word or you're not the word. We are the word. Amen. Are you ready for it? You are then, defeat him utterly. Here's a good old word. You trounce him. Trounce the devil. Vanquish the devil. Trounce him. Triumph over him. In a resounding victory, you will hammer him, clobber him, and walk all over him. Come on. Come on. Let's just do that this morning. Let's clobber him. Let's hammer him. Let's walk all over him.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: Yes, sir. You're born of God. You're with me. I saw Michael run around, the, run, run around the thing. And we don't have that here. But save it for next year. Huh? Why? There's victory in the camp. We conquered the devil. We overcame the devil. We vanquished the devil. We hammer. We clobber. We walk all over. And what is the devil doing right now? Oh, no. Josh, they're getting it. They're getting it. They're getting it. Of course we're getting it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Amen. You will overcome him. You will hammer him. You will clobber him. You will walk all over him. You will pace him. I love it. Paste him. Yes, sir. We will pulverize him. Have you had enough yet? We will subdue him, overcome him. We will surmount Him. We will overcome every difficulty and obstacle. We are superior to Him. Glory! Glory. These things I have spoken unto you, that you might have power. Not power of Laodicea. Not power that the Pope has. Not power that money brings. But power... Substance power. Kingdom power. Kingdom power. Come on, brother Sam. We're getting ready right beside you. We're gonna speak ready in that bowl, in that pew right there, right now. I don't care what the devil says, they can come up with every diagnosis they want. I got one diagnosis by my stripes. Come on. By my stripes, you are healed. We vanquish him. We clobber him. We walk all over him. Amen. Sam, time to boot open that door. Say, honey, it's over. Hallelujah. Glory. Brother Bram said, ever-present ever water from the rock. He said, that's what the power is. It's in the church. Come on. So Tom Ray's not making this up. This is an angel. Revelation 10, 7. Speaking what Revelation 10, 1 is saying. So now God is speaking through the vessel. To tell you, church, that the power is in the church now. Amen. Come on. Come on. Now, 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 now. You say, I got the power in the name of Jesus. You say, well, Brother pa- brother Thomas, not by power, not by my, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. You're taking the wrong power. That power that Zachariah uh, is talking about is power of men. It's not the power of armies that's going to do this. It'll be the power of God. And you know a good thing? To conquer Satan is. To know that whatever's been spoken this morning. And it's spoken to you. And you say, I heard the word of God this morning. Satan, I'm not going to walk out of here without identifying and standing to my feet. And saying, I conquer that devil right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. I conquered you. I conquered that depression. I conquered that unbelief. I conquered that thing that's trying to snare me. Take me back into the world. I rebuke you devil. I deny you. I stand to my feet. I believe for the impossible God that you are. The power is not power of substance of man, but it's the substance of God this morning. You have the power. The church has the power. It's the power of Jesus Christ in you. Defeating, stomping, walking over, vanquishing. Hallelujah, brother Ray. We're going to have a victory dance in this church yet. We're going to stomp that devil. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. This is what services are supposed to be. Know who we are. Believe who we are. And walk in what we are. Hallelujah. Musicians, please come. These things I have spoken unto you. That you might have power. In the world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. Depression. Huh? Despondency. Come on, get it out of here. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Where is the eye? Where is the eye? Where is the eye? The eye is in you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I have told you these things. They give you one other translation: said, "Perfect peace." Not just be perfect peace. That you have perfect peace and confidence, and thus saith the Word: You will have tribulation. You will have trials. But we're not going to let the trials get us down. Nope. We're not going to let the devil get us down no more. We're the mighty church of the living God. We've got the power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We've got
1: the power in the name.
0: Bless you.
3: That old song, Have You Been to the Waters and Been Baptized? That's things like the old time ways happening. That's what it's all about. Brother George, we want to greet you all the way. Where is Brother George? In what country? He's in Angola. Want to say hello to Daddy? Say hi, Daddy.
1: Hi.
3: <laughs> hey, this is the first time we've had a baptism with Daddy all the way overseas with Mom standing here, Sister Hope. Watching these wonderful girls to be baptized. Amen. Sharon Rose, of course, is the eldest right here. Shanessa is right here. God has dealt with them individually. And this is not a family affair. This is an individual affair where God speaks to each one of us separately and so happens to be separately together. And scripture is wonderful and we've we've quoted it often. And the Bible says, when the Holy Ghost fell, as was prophesied in the Old Testament, and the Spirit of God moved upon Jerusalem, and all of a sudden, out of the upper room, caused a camp meeting when they thought they were all drunk on new wine. I mean, the city saw them drunk on new wine. And we see the scripture, and our our, our whole idea of, of what that is. I would say, we're a happy people, we're a joyous people. And something pricked their hearts in the the days of, of Peter. And he said, what do we do to get what you have? What do we do to have what happened at camp? And the girls told me that it was Sunday morning that the Lord dealt with you. Is that right? Sunday morning here from camp. Right here. So camp we had over in Washington. And the Holy Spirit brought camp here at Cloverdale Bible Way. He's an omnipresent God. He's omniscient and he's omnipotent. That's our God, girls. That's our God that he can reach way over and bring the presence of God here at the same time. Marvelous. And the Bible says they were pricked in their hearts. We talked about this. They were pricked in their hearts. God got a hold of them and said, well, what do we do to get what you got? How do we do this? Peter, giving the keys to the kingdom, said, repent. And be baptized every one of you In the name of Jesus Christ For the remission of sin And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost And we did talk about that And so then we talked about Well how come I never got it earlier How come I never got it like a year ago Or two years before that So I gave them that little type What did I use a garden What did I call you
1: Corn.
3: Your corn oh okay Their corn You say well what has corn got to do with this well, in God's great garden, he plants all seeds at the same time. And in the, in the beginning of summer, we know the radishes and the green onions and the lettuce all come up first. And then we know that the green beans and the carrots and everything, cucumbers, they come next. Then as the summer goes on, there's a crop coming up called corn. And so then they start to realize, we're all planted together, but we just happen to be corn. It's lovely when it becomes your own revelation. And you all plant, we've been all planted together. Some of us come up a little bit earlier than the others. And God started to get a hold of their hearts. And the Bible says this. And they continually, daily, with one accord, in the temple, breaking bread. Went from house to house with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added Sharon Rose Amen. and Shanessa Amen. to the church Amen. as when they should be saved. Amen. Amen. We want to say something, you No? How about you? You okay? Dad, they got their shyness from mom. <laughs> Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, we stand here with great joy. Sharon Rose is standing here, beautiful young lady. Shanessa, Lord, she's standing here, the beauty of youth. Pray, Father God, that as they come out of the waters of baptism, that you will fill them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, you will keep your hand upon them all the days of their lives. Make them a great witness, Lord. and Let the God of glory Tabernacle in their temple. And may the Spirit of God descend and let the Holy Ghost fill them is my prayer. I commit them to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: You the over there. Well, right here. There. You hold your list like this? Amen. Sharon Rose, by your confession that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. I baptize you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You in true Christian baptism
1: in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
3: Amen. And I've been through the waters and I've been baptized got one more. day to testify there's been a change and brother michael i'm happy to baptize you today on the day of your little boy's dedication it's a great day it's a great thing what he's done for us jesus christ our savior maybe you want to say something
4: it's, to be, it's really good to
3: be, uh be, to be born again to be born again all right it's a good day it's a good, good thing Michael well the Bible says here then when the Holy Spirit was falling in, ba- in chapter, uh, chapter 8 and then they sent Simon uh, I'm sorry then Simon Peter himself believed and when he had been baptized he continued with Philip and wondered and behold the miracles and the signs which followed them this is, this is just a, a fellow that got baptized but he didn't know that it was the power of God he thought it was the power of man he had a mental faith And he thought it was just the power of men. But it was the power of God. And he started to witness that they laid hands upon the people. Baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And he thought he could do it by man. And you can't do it by man. It'll be God. I can baptize brother Michael with water. But there's one greater than I, as John said that can baptize him with the Holy Ghost and fire. May God continue to lead you, Michael, bless you, and fill you. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we look in the book of Acts and we see it unfolding within our own eyes. We see it amongst the church of the living God today. and As many as we're at it, we're at it. You knew that Michael would be standing here in the waters of baptism by his own confession. Brother Tom, I want to live this life a hundred percent. I don't want to live at 99.9. I want to live for Jesus a hundred percent. And so, Father, it will take the Holy Ghost himself to live that life through him. So, Lord, as he comes out of the waters of baptism, may the dove of God descend, may the Holy Ghost fill him, and may God you continue to lead him. Bless his little home. Make it a lighthouse, Lord, for those that will enter in and be around him. Bless him now in Jesus' name. And Brother Michael, you just hold your hand like that. So I got something to grip. Yeah. Brother Michael, by your confession, That Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. I baptize you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Was a great thing that He did for me. It was a great thing.
4: Angelica, you speak
5: of a change, testimony, amen. So I promised the Lord that I would tell this testimony. Um, This week I was in a lot of pain. Um, On Tuesday morning, I think it was, I woke up and I had just this constant ringing in my ear. And it was very unfortunate because this week we had to practice the song that we sang this morning. So it was a little bit difficult in practice to sing with that ringing, but I was just believing that the Lord would just touch my ear and take the ringing and the weird noise away. And then on Thursday, um, I did something to my back and it was in a lot of pain. And even this morning, uh, my husband had to help me taking care of the baby to give him to me because I couldn't even lift him out of the bassinet and, um, then I put him, the baby back to bed and, um, I went into the nursery and I just turned on a message about the brand and I was just listening to that to get into the right atmosphere. Cause I was almost at the point where I was like, we have to call the choir. Cause I can't walk up there cause I can hardly move my body this morning. And, but I was just like, I have to walk in faith. I have to act as if I'm not in pain. So I have to keep on moving, um, mindfully and then jean came when he woke up to get ready for church and he's like are you okay and i'm like i'm actually still feeling quite a bit of pain and then he said okay i'll pray for you so then he prayed for me and then he said just act like you're healed just walk as if you're healed and so this morning i was just walking around the house getting ready for church and singing and just thanking god for my healing and that I can move. So by the time I got to church, I was mobile and the pain was starting to go away. And in my heart, I had prayed that, um, you know, Lord, I believe that even as I'm singing, you can just take that pain away because I'm just here to worship you. And so then after we sang the song, I got to my seat and I felt no pain. And so I was like, so thankful. And, uh, I I, I had to tell Jean right away. So I was like, honey, honey, the the pain is gone. Like, I'm healed. And he said, that's wonderful. And then about five minutes later, it started creeping in. And then the devil says, well, that's a little premature. And I said, no, I'm going to keep on believing. And so here I am, and I'm not in any pain. And I'm believing the ringing is going to go away. But I'm just grateful to God, and I had to give that testimony. (laughs)
4: Amen. I, the song I was just thinking, we sing one more song? Amen. We're gonna have to stand. If you've got pain, He's a pain taker. Amen. If you've got, feel lost, He's a way maker. Oh my, I just gotta sing that song, cause that's our God. He make a way where there's no way. Amen. Sister Michelle, that same ringing. If it can be for one, it can be for two. You claim that. Amen. God bless you. You know this song? Oh, I know that's the course, but we gonna sing the verse too. Do you know that with me, too? All right, you have to sing it real loud with me. If you've been walking the same old road for miles
6: and
1: miles.
6: If you've been here in the same old court for the same old lies, If you've been trying to feel the same old...
4: brother bram said house of hell give way why because he's a prison shaking savior i don't care what change you got or a sale you may seem in and the bars may seem like this wide around he's that god that can break those bars you in this atmosphere in this service after you heard this word you say satan i serve a prison shaking savior amen amen we've been made more than conquerors we'll sing that as we go we've been made more than come Been spoken this morning, Lord, that we would put on that substance faith, Lord, that is from inside us. You've placed it there. So, Lord, may we go forth from this day onward, acting, Lord, the faith that's inside of us. Lord, that a song is not just words on our lips, it's not just a melody that we sing, but Lord, it's actual, Lord, factual living, oh God, through the body, word, Lord, the bride of Jesus Christ, that our faith, Lord, would put on action, our faith, Lord, would put on the evidence. Lord, of what we speak, of what we profess, is now, Lord, living in the body of your people, we pray. Lord, one service today, but Lord, we're putting everything into it. Lord, we've had testimony for they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Satan, you've been defeated this morning for the word. Signs will follow. And Lord, a saint of God came forward to speak to you by her testimony, by her faith that put on action. She stepped forth in the word and you were defeated. Lord, if the saints of God could take that and take that in their heart. Lord, if it can happen for Angelica, it can happen for me. So Lord, not just be a sermon, not just a Sunday morning meeting, but Lord, it's real living faith in a body bride, Lord, that is putting on the word of God. Lord, may it be, O oh God, according to thy will this morning. Go with your people, oh God, as we go out of these doors, taking Satan's kingdom by charge. Lord, we're vanquishing him. We're clobbering him. We're pulverizing him. Oh God, if we can keep that on our minds, not some willy-nilly depressed state, but I'm a pulverizer of the kingdom of darkness. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to throttle his kingdom by the word of God. Lord, we go forth today in Jesus Christ's name. We take your word, we put it on our lips, and now we walk out these doors, Lord, strengthened by the word of God. We d- Dedicate your people to you. Go with them, Lord. Wherever they may go today, may your presence be with them, Lord. I know the saints across the, the border. Lord, our prayers go to them. I know many streaming, Lord. Whether Jeff's place having some fellowship maybe after. Be with them, O oh God. May this, may your presence be so near. May they fellowship on what they heard. May they strengthen each other, O oh God. Lord, it wouldn't matter what the 49th parallel does. There's a bride here, and there's a bride body there. Lord God, and we're longing, and yearning and believing for the day that you'll unite us one more time we commit the day, your day and the remaining of it into your hands in Jesus Christ's name Amen Amen. God bless you have a wonderful Sunday afternoon go forth conquering, vanquishing and pulverizing I know you like that Sister Margaret, I like that word, I heard her Amen, God bless you, we love you you're dismissed, in the name of Jesus Christ